You are receiving this broadcast as a dream. We are transmitting from the year 2019. You are receiving this broadcast in order to alter the events you are hearing. This Werewolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. Gentlemen, what do you what? think? Do you think John Carpenter's yeah, yeah. <laughs> gentlemen? What do you got to say, Brett? Uh-huh. Fuck you. <laughs> do you think John Carpenter's butthole hurts from us kissing it so mm-hmm. much? <laughs> uh, I haven't liked everything he's done, so I can't I really. Can't, I can't claim that. Well, no. obviously, vampires. We didn't really. It was all right. We were kind of an all right. All Is right. there any other missteps that you can think of right now? Uh, Besides, I don't want you to give away any spoilers, positive or negative, on the mm-hmm. two that we're going to talk about today. But I never saw The Ward. I haven't seen that one. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen The Ward either. either. Oh, you know what? Uh, Ghosts of Mars. It's, maybe someday we'll get to Ghosts of Mars. It's not a good movie, but I actually have kind of a soft spot for it. And you know what? Escape from L.A., it's not that bad. That is... Wait, what? It's not that bad. I, oh, I, I thought you said it's not that good. And I was going to agree with you. It's not that bad. <laughs> eh, it's also not that good. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. So like pre-1990, John Carpenter pretty, is all pretty good. Pretty damn good. Right? Yeah. For the most part? Yeah. I can't yeah, really. for the most yeah. part. Starman. Did you like that one? That's, a, that's one I always forget that he directed. I haven't. I, I've seen it so few times. I'm not. I'm not familiar. I, I remember will, I watched that a lot when I was. I, a kid. I will say this, Brett. There's there's movies that he's done that are really highly regarded, and then there's there's other movies that he's done where they don't get enough attention. I think they're better than some of his yeah. real popular. Stuff. Agreed. Yeah, so. no, I agree. But like Big Trouble in Little China, I've seen approximately ten thousand times. Mm-hmm. I saw that it's movie just so many times. Uh, you just watched it recently. Up. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Very recently. Good experience. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> And the thing, obviously, I've seen it yes. thousand yeah. times. Halloween, Halloween, Christine. You know, um, there's. I haven't seen Christine that much. I I, I like, need to watch that one again. I like Christine, but there's a number of movies he has done that I prefer over Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and also the music that he makes, and I didn't appreciate this much when I was a kid, but ever since I met you and David, especially David, turned me on pretty much to John Carpenter as a musician. And the albums, yeah. Um, and I was I was watching one of these movies the other day, and uh, it was In the Mouth of Madness. So we're going to talk about two John Carpenter movies. We're going to talk about Prince of Darkness and In the Mouth of Madness. And In the Mouth of Madness, when we get to that, uh, we can talk more about it. But the theme came on right away, and I was like, I the love this awesome song. With the guitars and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's really good. You know, and that theme 
um, I've listened to that so, so many yeah. times off of one of his anthology albums. Yeah, yeah. That I was like, I associated it to because sometimes I would just play work at work. Yeah, and uh, we're talking about in the mouth of madness. Play music right? at work and yeah. in the mouth of madness yeah. theme. And that first song that comes oh, on. Oh, so yeah, it's the first song on the album, right? On, on, on Anthology, Anthology 2, yeah. is it? It's first. Well, I think there's only one. Because there's also Lost Themes oh, 1 and Lost 2. Themes but one, this yeah. is on Anthology. On Anthology, it's the first one that comes yeah. on. And it's it's a pretty badass it's song. It's pretty upbeat. It's awesome. Yeah. It this sounds score, a lot like um, Metallica. Yeah, yeah. A lot of rock, uh, a lot of guitars. That's uh, Ghost of Mars also has a lot of guitars. And he wrote that score for In the Mouth of Madness with another gentleman. Probably uh, Alan uh, Howarth. I, I don't remember I who it name. was, but there probably, was a second probably. name on there. It's in the credits. I don't. Recall. It's probably him. He they collaborated a lot. Um, so, another one that uh, another score that he did, and it's funny he didn't direct Halloween three, obviously, but he did do the score, and I think it's one of his better ones. Yeah, Halloween three score, score is awesome. It's a great score. Speaking, lots of lots of synth. Speaking of Halloween three, in a couple of weeks from when this airs, yeah, we will be at actually probably the week after this airs. Uh, we will be at Mad Monster in Phoenix. So uh, if you're out there, we're going to be out there. Yeah. <laughs> if you're so, out in Phoenix. And so will Tom Atkins. Of, and so will Tom Atkins uh, Halloween from Halloween 3. 3. That's where and I was Night getting Night of the Creeps. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Look for the three boners stalking Tom Atkins. Yep. And yeah. Adrian Barbeau. And Adrian Barbeau was married to John Carpenter at one oh, point yeah. in time. Right. Yep. Yep. And she was in a couple of John Carpenter films. She was in The Fog. Um, she was also in... Creep Show? Well, not, not Carpenter, was, but... Wasn't she in another John Carpenter film? Escape from, Escape New, from York. New York. Oh, Escape from New York. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, interesting little side note. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a fun show. Yeah. It will be a lot of fun. Tom Atkins. I'm looking really forward to meeting Tom Atkins. I've become a big fan of his over Me the past too. year. And we may have uh, mentioned this in another episode. So Tom Atkins was at the very first horror convention that I ever went to back in like 2002 or 2003 or something. Um, but I didn't really know a whole lot about him other than Halloween three, and I didn't even get his autograph, and I've kicked myself ever since. So, I, so you'll I, get it now. So excited! It's gonna this is cool. your first time meeting him. Yeah, uh, my first time as well. Awesome. It'll be fun. I actually pre-ordered the Scream Factory uh, Night of the Creeps, uh, which comes with the Night of the Creeps Blu-ray, as well as a poster and a NECA action figure of Night of the Creeps, which I'll. I might review on our YouTube channel. I'm not sure because I don't know if I'm going to open it. <laughs> oh, thrill me. <laughs> I'm going to have Atkins You can open on. it and put it back in, right? I can, but it's putting a box. it putting it back in like they always come with twist ties on them and oh, shit like yeah. that. I'm sure you'll find a way, Brett. Oh, <laughs> probably not cuz I got two other action figures. I got uh, Halloween the 2018 Michael Myers autographed by James Jude Courtney. And the Nightmare on Elm Street three autographed by Robert England, and I haven't opened those. Mm. I have those. I hanging, wouldn't. I wouldn't. Either. I have those hanging on the wall. Yeah, they come with accessories, and if you open them and you pop them out and all that bullshit, it's a big old mess. Yeah. I just reviewed the Nightmare on Elm Street one, and that came with some accessories, and that came with very few accessories. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did that on the, our YouTube channel, and um, I was like, I just take the accessories and throw them in a black bag and put them away because yeah. I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. I'm not right. going to sit there and change them out. I'm not, I don't play with these fucking things. You, know? you don't go like, full space Rrr. balls. Oh, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Oh, no. Yes. No. Yes. No, I don't do any of that. Can catch you playing with your dolls again. No. My wife makes fun of me though. Your helmet is so big. <laughs> um, so uh, getting back to John Carpenter, we're going to talk about these two films. Uh, the first film is from 1987. It's Prince of Darkness, uh, John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. Uh, it stars 
uh, Donald Pleasance, mm-hmm. who can I just say Donald Pleasance is awesome. He is. Yeah. <laughs> he was so good in this role. Yeah. Like he makes such a good priest. Right. Yeah. He like did, I don't yeah. know why his presence. And yeah. then and then of course uh, Doctor Loomis. He makes a good doctor yeah. as well. Yeah. So he's very good in those types of roles. Commands respect. Yeah. He does. Um, who else do we got in this? Jameson movie? Parker. That's the guy who was in Simon and Simon. That's the guy know. with the mustache. Mustache. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was. Did you ever <laughs> see that show Simon and Simon when you were I growing didn't, up? But he did no. look kind of like a uh, like a version of Tom Atkins. Yeah, a little bit like a younger. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a show called Simon. I remember and Simon. the show. Yeah. Major Dad was in it. Gerald McCraney or whatever, and he was the brother. They were mm. both last name Simon. Yep. Uh, so he's in it. Who else is in it? Got oh. Victor Wong, yeah. who plays Professor Howard Byrak, Birak, Barak. Uh, every character in the movie seems to pronounce his name slightly differently. Yeah. Uh, but he's from Big Trouble in Little China and Three Ninjas and yeah. Lisa, like Lisa Blunt. Lisa Blunt. She plays, she plays Catherine. Catherine, right? Yep. Yeah. Dennis Dunn. And Catherine is the girlfriend of um, of Brian. Brian. Yeah. yeah. And also Dennis Dunn. Yeah. From uh, who's also in Big, uh, Big, Big Trouble, Trouble in Little China, China. Played Wang. He's that guy is awesome in this movie too. Yeah, he is. He's kind he of plays douche. Walter, and he kind of kind of an asshole. He, he's just yeah, a, he, he wisecracks. He's a little, a little, a little snarky. Yeah. yeah, but which is kind of cool because like it's very opposite of his character from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. That's what I liked about it. I like that they didn't. They and these didn't. movies are only about a year apart. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty similar. And Alice Cooper, oh yeah, has a, a small role. A local yeah. Phoenix, Arizona resident. Yeah, true enough. Alice Cooper is like billed in this movie, and he's like. Nah, and he so he's on some posters too. Um, yeah. He doesn't have a speaking role, and he's got he a, does have very, a song. He wasn't originally supposed to be part of this film. He he was visiting the set, and uh, did they meet because Carpenter of Roddy Piper? It. it could be, maybe it could I don't be. Know. or vice versa. That was eighty six, so maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, but he's got a yeah, he's got a song in the movie called right. Prince of Darkness. Yeah, but he's he's like head of the homeless people. Yeah. Maybe. He's one of the one of the main ones. Yeah. So yeah. Uh he does the first killing, I think. He's the leader of the homeless union. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, as part of our homeless union, <laughs> anybody object? We're gonna kill all these people. <laughs> Nay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> And so it'd be done. James, what's on your agenda? <laughs> I need a bigger box. <laughs> Very well. James gets a bigger box. <laughs> I like how we call him Alice Cooper. I mean, he goes by Alice Cooper now, but that's just the name of the band. Yeah. Well, that was legally changed his name, kind of yeah. like Marilyn Manson. Eventually, he changed his name to Alice Cooper, but like when the band first started out, like it wasn't like, hey, this is. Alice Cooper, the band was Alice Cooper. Yeah, and he's what, yeah. Vincent Fernier or Fernier? Or, I don't know how to pronounce it, but yeah. his name's Vincent. Vincent D'Onofrio. It works better. I don't know. Um, I saw him not long ago. It's a good show. Yeah, he's still doing a good yeah, show. Yeah, I saw him with Hollywood Vampires. Oh, that's uh, right. Johnny Depp's the guitarist. The, and did That's that, right. Yeah. They're coming back. They've actually played here, did they already I think, play? back in May. Yeah, but I, I didn't go to that show. Alice Cooper's not part of the band. He was just Oh, he's here. a lead singer. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. It's Alice Cooper, Joe Perry, Joe, Joe Perry, Perry from Aerosmith, and Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp, and they're the main guys. Johnny Depp's a really good guitarist, too. He was actually he? pretty good. I got a couple of videos I took of him. He's, I was impressed. Yeah. Well, he's Johnny Depp. He does everything perfect. It was a good show. Although, I will say this. Remember for a long time, it was like Johnny Depp's a vampire because he doesn't age? Yeah, he's, he's aged. He's, yeah, he's, he's showing aged. a little signs. Yeah. yeah, a little too much of the. Uh, yeah, you can only drink so grandma's much. cough syrup. Uh-huh. Yeah. He likes the likes the sauce. <laughs> he does like the sauce. Father time is undefeated. I think he smokes a lot too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he smokes. Yeah. 
Prince of Darkness. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's the cast. So the basic premise of this movie, if we can kind of boil it down to without hitting every fucking beat, because right. listen, with these two movies, we could be here forever. Right. Honestly. Right. Yeah. Talking about every fucking thing that happens yeah. in these movies. These movies are um, confusing in some ways. They are very entertaining in a lot of ways, but they're also like, what the fuck is going on in a lot of ways? Prince of Darkness. uh, A a priest dies. He's part of a group called the Brotherhood of Sleep who transmit messages through dreams. Um, But they also guard this long-held secret. Right. right. Yeah. And yeah. it's like the secret of the fucking ooze. It's yeah. like the fucking. <laughs> it literally looks. It's what you say yeah. in my uh, notes. Like it looks like a can of mutagen from a yeah. teenage mutant ninja. Yeah. It's the fucking secret but of the big, ooze. Yeah. They have a big vat of green shit. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's kind of like they're guarding. They're guarding it. And it's underneath the church. Yeah. 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 It's underneath this church in like and, fucking homeless. And even the Vatican USA. doesn't know about it. Yeah. No, only very few people do. Right. And so Donald Pleasance, after this priest <laughs> dies, Donald Pleasance gets becomes aware of it and right next to this big vat of shit it's too big of a secret to tell the vatican we got to tell uh donald pleasance. priest and some <laughs> yeah. students uh donald pleasance uh, well he he obtains his diary w- yeah he sees the diary he goes and finds it but there's also this book and it's like in many different languages right. latin turkish greek yeah bullshit all translated retranslated rewritten yeah. erased written over and he's like i need help yeah and so he goes to this um, professor. Yeah. And that's Dr. Wong. Yeah. Yeah. Wong. Yep. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Iraqi? Howard? Baraki? Birak? Birak. Birak. But, but we can, we can call him Birak. Professor Howard. His first name is Howard. So we can call uh, him Professor all right. Howard. So Professor Howard. Yeah. Victor Wong. Victor Wong. He uh, leads this class and they talk about quantum physics. Right. And they even have, there's this discussion where two of the students are talking about Schrodinger's law. Uh, which is, um, yeah. you know, if a cat dies in a box or if a cat is exposed to a fucking lethal radiation that'll kill it 50% of the time, um, is the cat dead or alive? And it's like, it's both dead and alive. Yes. And they have this argument over it. And he's like, well, I guess that's why I'm going to be a millionaire by the time I'm 40. And it's like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah. um, you're not going to be a millionaire being a fucking quantum physics yeah. physicist. Oh, you uh, said the Dennis Dunn character? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so they're like all um, quantum mechanics, quantum physics, and they, Donald Pleasance contacts Professor Howard, and he contacts his students. And it was like, it was funny too, because there was like a note on the door, because the class was, class was canceled. canceled. And it was like, would these students please show up? And it's like, when they showed the class, there was only eight students there. <laughs> and he called five of them. So the it other was three very must be the really fucking like, dumb. Yeah. yeah. He's this really successful <laughs> professor that only has a few students. Yeah. Yeah. And the other three are just like, well, I guess it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> There's one guy who's like sitting on his thumb in his fucking dorm room. Yeah. And by the way, these are the oldest looking college kids. Yeah. I guess they're med well, students, so they'd be older. Yeah. You know, but they wouldn't be that old. Like fucking Simon and Simon is yeah. like forty. Like Steve yeah. Buscemi going under undercover at a high school. What's yeah. up, homies? What's up, fellow teenagers? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, because that dude's stash is like a forty man, yeah. forty year old man. Well, stash. well that's yeah, what I liked about this because it didn't it didn't necessarily portray them as supposed to 
being young people. No, he's got a full Chuck Norris going. Right. Yeah, understandable, but they right. were also college kids. Yeah, but you don't have to be a kid to go to college. You can be a... But you could also be a kid. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> we got a mixture, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But, you know, when, when I went to uh, community college, there were like 40 and 50-year-olds in my classes. You know, Understandable, so. but that's a community college. This was like a university... Yeah. Like, it's not night school. Right, they're not yeah. going there just to get. Yeah, you're like you want to go to certification. You want to go to a kegger and like I got to take my back pill. Sorry, <laughs> my grand my yeah. grandkids are coming over this week. <laughs> I gotta get my fucking uh, prostate checked. So sorry, got a colonoscopy. I like we could do that. We could do that through the butt. Right? Yeah. You ever done a butt bomb? <laughs> butt bomb. Chug it. I like that it was a nice break away from the typical college student setting. Yeah, you know? true enough. Yeah. I like that. Sure. True enough. Yeah. I didn't have yeah, a problem yeah. with the cast. I'm just saying like... Yeah, and all the uh, people did a fine job. They were all older. Oh, yeah. yeah. They didn't look like college kids. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. Regardless. So Donald Pleasance calls Professor Howard and his crew... As well as another another group of people too, right? Another yeah. uh, group of scientists that are like radiologists. Yeah, and yeah. You had different fields of study to assembling. In, yeah, into to figure out what was exactly going on, um, and they're like not only studying the ooze but also translating the book. There's one girl whose whose primary focus is to translate the uh, languages yeah. and see what it says. And basically, what comes out of this is that. The goo is not Satan, but it's the father of Satan, right? It's like the antimatter. The prince of darkness. Yeah, right? No. And, the, or the devil's trapped, right? That was the vibe No, it, 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 was, it was Satan. It was evil. Uh, I thought it was the, evil's father. The father was in another dimension. Oh, the, and he was, was trying to bring the father yeah, out. Yes. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what it was. Yeah. So this antimatter is Satan, and they have Satan trapped. The right. prince, of, prince. Yeah, prince of darkness. Yeah. So they call him the prince, right? So the king yeah. is trapped on the other side. So Satan wants to bring his father out. So we think Satan is the most evil. Yeah. But Satan's not the most evil. Mm-mm. It's this other fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Through the looking glass. Yeah. So so then so then we have this reoccurring joke, which I thought was hilarious. I know. <laughs> Susan. Susan, yeah. The radiologist? Has, has anybody Susan? seen Susan? Glasses. Who? Who? Glasses. Radiologist. Radiologist. Glasses? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they go to that joke several times. And uh you guys ever watch uh, Arrested Development? Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of the uh the Anne character who's uh, Michael Sarah's girlfriend, and they're always like Anne, and they're like, Who? Yeah. Egg? <laughs> Like, no, Anne. Oh, I don't know who that is. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Don't remember that. But (laughs) I do remember this joke, and it was was funny. It was funny. And John Carpenter's got a good sense of humor. And it kept getting funnier. Yeah. Yeah. And and it goes back to that Victor uh, Wong, uh, how his name was getting mispronounced. It probably was on purpose. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's Friday, and this research team is setting up. And they're going to be there all weekend. Yeah, they're going to be all weekend. They've had to cancel their plans. Yeah. and yeah, one of the main things, Brett, as you mentioned, is uh, Lisa is translating that book. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there's some weird things going on. So they're, there's homeless people outside, and they're all acting kind of funny. Yeah. And they're all uh, there's like a recurring dream that several right. of them are having about a transmission from the future. Yeah. And it's got like a distorted voice. Yeah. And, and there's scenes of 1999, uh, I think. Yeah. You see scenes of nature, like ants. Uh, going crazy on a ant, lot ant of bugs, yeah, a lot of, yeah, lot of, yeah, lot of bugs and worms, and, and you stuff. see worms in a window on the outside. Yeah, 
a bunch um, of weird shit. Yeah, and, and and realistically, what's going on is this this there's uh, a lot of strange behavior. This goo is slowly leaking out. Yeah, but they don't know it, and we see that it's leaking out. And it like kind of leaks up, like yeah, under the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Susan from the radiologist with glasses. Who? Uh, yeah, Susan. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, radiologist her? with glasses. Yeah. Have you seen her? Um, she gets a mouthful of it. <laughs> it like shoots into her. Fucking it does mouth. right into her mouth. Yeah, yeah. And then she becomes possessed. Yeah. And she starts going around to other people and either killing them and possessing them. Or just possessing them by shooting. Yeah, she's she kind of like barfs it into their face. She's like right? that rap, that raptor. What's the one in Jurassic Park that uh, kills Newman? Oh, oh, the Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. And spits that fucking <laughs> yeah, acid. We see that from a few characters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like you said, the homeless people are gathering around. There's a group of of the scientists who are like. I don't know if we should stay here. One says, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And anytime someone wants to leave, yeah. there's a f- they get killed. Yeah. The first person to get killed, like I said, was killed by Alice Cooper in the in the uh, alleyway, was a guy With who a set bike, up all the right? equipment. Yeah. And yeah. he was just leaving, and Alice Cooper was like, you ain't leaving. Like, impales him with a like a bicycle, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, then there's another scientist who's like, I'm going to leave, and he gets killed. Uh, by uh, some homeless woman who comes and just stabs him a billion times. Right. And then he's got a bunch of fucking roaches all around him. And Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Susan comes out. She's she's not doing well. She's fucking possessed. She breaks one dude. The dude who is looking for her. Yeah. She breaks his she snaps neck. His neck. That's the guy from uh, Poltergeist. Remember the beginning oh, of the movie? It? The guy with the, that's got the beard and he's riding the bike. I think it's yeah. that same guy. Oh, is it? Yeah. Cause I, I yeah. saw it and I was like, who is that guy? He's the neighbor? Up. Yeah, he's yeah. the neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I didn't like about this guy though is like later on when he comes back to life and he's attacking everybody, he's just the guy with his head sideways. Like, like <laughs> yeah. there's other people that have been like mutated, like their face or their neck has been slit and everything, and yeah. he's just he's his head's cocked sideways. <laughs> he's perpetually in the pose of like a, a sixth grader posing for his yeah. photo, his class photo. <laughs> uh, t- tilt your head slightly to the side, like yeah, like someone farted and you're a dog and you're curious. <laughs> Um, so they don't all seem to know what's going on. Meanwhile, the priest, he senses something's wrong. Something's going on. You know, on. he can feel the evil. And they determine uh, from the text that uh, Christ was like an extraterrestrial being yep. who came to uh, warn man about Satan. Mm-hmm. And they thought he was crazy and they killed him. And uh, that's how Christianity became to be as uh, something that we know today. Yep. And uh, the priest is bothered by it because he's upset that His, all, all the warnings were, were lost. Or, yeah. How right. could we have not known this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why didn't we share it? <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I said, like Satan is this antimatter. Yeah. Like it's not a being. I mean, it's sentient. Right. Yeah. But it's not like what we would think. It's not like a fucking red guy with a pitchfork. <laughs> he doesn't have pitchfork yeah. and horns. No, he's not like, oh, hello. Not sitting on your shoulder. No. <laughs> giving you advice. Hey, Brett, go over this way. <laughs> no, Brett, don't go over that way. Some of the characters are kind of uh, skeptical. Like, there's a guy that looks kind of like Dennis Miller. Hey, babe. And he's, yeah, hey, babe. He says something like, oh, this is a, this is a bunch of caca. He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, 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 the guy, that's the guy who gets yeah. got in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, said, yeah. he says the priest is Looney Tunes, and yeah, he gets stabbed. He says Looney Tunes and caca. Yeah, when he's yeah. caca, everyone was like, did he say caca? Oh, he yeah. deserved to die. He yeah. said caca twice. Yeah, caca. Okay. So then it's at this point, uh, 
Some of the characters start having those dreams. They start having these dreams, but they don't quite finish the dream because they, they wake, wake up, up yeah. or they get woken up, and then people start acting weird. There's this yeah. one guy who was the the really asshole cop in Boys in the Hood. <laughs> At the beginning of Boys in the Hood, do you remember Lawrence Fishburne has to call the cops? Because somebody broke into his house and he mm-hmm. took a shot at him. And there's like this asshole cop and, and Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, this this cop is African-American and so is Lawrence Fishburne, obviously. And and they have this moment where this guy like treats him like shit. Yeah. And he was like, I don't have a problem, brother. Oh. Like, it, was, <laughs> oh, yeah. it was like this really tense moment. Yeah. Well, that's the guy who's in this movie and he right. slices his own throat. Yeah. Right, and he wraps the shit around and then like yeah he tries he resists in a way is he kind of smiling and laughing or something he's like crying and laughing and smiling it's creepy he stares at himself in the mirror for a long fucking time he's like I like what I see (laughs) while he's crying I look good (laughs) yeah Yeah. but I'm not (laughs) but also I'm sad inside And um, and Lisa, who's there in charge of uh, translating those texts, she she goes to get some rest. She goes and lays down, and then Susan comes into the Susan room. Susan comes and spits she in her face. Into her in mouth. Her face. Yep. Yeah. And then who's the other gal? Who's the blonde gal? Uh, that is Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. yeah. She ends up. She getting has a bruise. The, she ends up getting the most of it. Yeah, and that bruise looks like a symbol. Like it looks. Yeah, it's, it's got a, a symbol. It's got a weird shape. Yeah, we find out more. Yeah, it later. turns out she's chosen. She's yeah. the chosen one. Yeah. Whatever. She gets shit poured into her mouth, basically. Yeah. There's a couple of survivors, Brian and um, his and, girlfriend. And Catherine. Catherine. Catherine's the redhead. And um, Victor Wong. Donald Pleasance is off somewhere. He's still alive, but he's off somewhere. Yeah. And there's another guy, and then there's what's You start name? to see the victims who's start the other, to come after Who's them? the other Asian guy? That's Walter. Walter, and he's trapped in like a confessional, like a closet he's or something. He's in a closet, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's right. A creepy part, a uh, creepy scene was when um, the one guy finds Lisa, and she's on the computer, and she's already been affected. She's just And she's typing over and over. I live, I live. Like over and over and over again. That's and then right. he, he approaches. Will not survive. Yeah, he approaches, and he says, uh, the Holy Ghost will not save you. The God Plutonium will not save you. In fact, no one will save you. Yeah. It's like, oh, that, I love that scene. Yeah. So they all kind of separate. There's a group that's together. Walter is trapped in a closet. Yeah. And the the priest is separated. And the priest is separated too. And they're all kind of just like stuck there until morning. Yeah. And morning comes. And, and uh, what's her, what was her name again? Uh, Not Kelly. Kelly. She's like, I almost thought she was impregnated, but she didn't ever give yeah, birth. She started to having these but sores. Her face is like full. Yeah. yeah, she starts to get pretty weird looking. And the professor, and Freddy Krueger, looks at her face. It and goes, very, Damn, yikes. that bitch is fucked and the, up. And the professor the says, "The <laughs> a one bag. The host is being infected, or he says something like the host is the the victim is becoming the host, or something like that, or something. Yeah. But yeah. Regard- and Susan and Lisa move that big canister too to her room." Yeah. And it yeah. and it becomes empty. Yeah. And it's and she's the vessel. She's now Satan. Basically. Yeah. She's the prince of darkness. Right. Right. And she sees herself in the reflection of this compact. Yeah. Like this compact mirror. And she's like she's like touching reaches it. out to touch it. Yeah. She's yeah. touching it and it she can like stick her finger in it, but it's not big enough. Yeah. You can tell the mirror means something. So yeah. she goes to this other mirror, which that uh that black guy who slit his throat had been looking in. Yeah. Calder, I think it was his name. Calder, Calder. that's right. Yeah. And he was uh he's been staring at himself laughing and crying yeah. for the past twelve hours. And she goes over to that and she puts her hand in 
and she can reach through. She's the only one that can. And there's another hand coming through yeah. on yeah. the other side. And it's like this grotesque looking fucking Yeah, yeah. Is hand. it the Prince of Darkness? Yeah. It's the fucking son. Mm. It's the father. Yeah. And he's, she's going to pull him through yeah. into the real world. Dude, you know what a creepy scene was? And let's backtrack a little bit where some of the some of the group are looking out the window and they're like, hey, it's Frank. And he's Is out that the there. guy that looks like Dennis Leary? Yeah. And he's out there and he's like, hello. Hello, oh. I've got oh, a message yeah, for yeah, you, yeah, yeah. and you're not gonna like it. And it's like yeah. a creepy voice. Yeah. He like prays. Yeah, it tells him like they're all gonna die, and then yeah, he kind of falls apart. Does he, he falls like, apart? Yeah, like, oogie it's, boogie style. Because from, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's just Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, like, full of bugs. It's and just shit. insects that yeah. are assembling him. Yeah. And it's, it's just disgusting. enough to get the message across. And then he, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was such a cool scene. It's pretty fucking gross. Yeah, there's a little Halloween three also. Yeah, 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 a little bit with the so so. At this point, she's reaching through. We got there's a pretty there's there's conflict going on all yeah. over the place. People Walter are getting escapes attacked. from that room. Brian B- Walter's escape. Brian's getting attacked. Kelly is reaching through. Catherine is looking at Kelly. She's looking at Brian. Yeah. She doesn't know what to do. The priest is over there. Yeah, the priest has an axe. He did what he could because he tried. He chopped off. He chopped off the arm. Yeah, but then it grew right. And he's back. doing the last <laughs> rites and he chops off. And that's another cool scene. He uses the axe. And chops off oh, her head, Kelly's but then arm. she yeah. picks it back up and she puts it back. Picks her head back up, puts it back yeah. up. Nothing he does, does anything. Yeah. And then finally, Kel, uh, Catherine Catherine's like, fuck this. I got to make a choice. I'm going to save humanity. And she runs, pushes Kelly and herself and they all go through, through the mirror. Through the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. And then Donald Pleasance breaks the mirror with the axe. Yeah, he throws the axe. Yep. And it's over. It's a cool scene. It is a cool scene. What's not a cool scene, by the way, is when Donald Pleasance goes, I did it. I took <laughs> yeah. care of everything. By the grace of God, by the I grace stopped of God, it. I stopped it. And it's like, no, you fucking didn't. I thought the same thing. I was like, you, uh, you didn't you do shit. very quick to take well, credit for all that. He didn't that. do shit. No, he broke the portal. He no, broke fuck the that mirror. Guy. Fuck that guy. Oh, well, but yeah, by shit. the grace of God, I did it. Yeah. He stood there hiding for 12 fucking days. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, this college student is the one who fucking had enough balls, yeah. uh, Catherine, yeah. to, to to say, you know what? I love Brian. I love humanity. I'm going to sacrifice myself. I'm going to fucking JC it and fucking <laughs> sacrifice myself and push myself through a fucking mirror. But I thought the same thing. And, and then you got a priest going, I did everything. But uh, you know yeah, what? I, I think it was Dominic pretty quick Santos. to take credit for everything. But you know what? He's a at fucking the, asshole. At the end of the day... Donald Pleasance is still cool as hell. I don't care. Who oh, he is. he is. He was. I and I alone can, yeah. can fix this problem. And he did what he could with yeah. the axe. He did what he could. He, he threw, didn't do. He threw, he threw it. But yeah. He, but he. That's made, all he did. He threw it at a fucking. He threw it at a mirror. Mirror. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter could throw a fucking axe well. at a mirror. Break it. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention, now he's got seven years of bad luck. Oh, oh shit! No. And yeah. he was also standing under a ladder when he did it. And I think he died within seven years. And he spilled the salt yeah. also. In real life, That's true, he really well, you had Professor, yeah, Professor Howard, who you know, he says she she died for us. Yeah, he tries to console Brian. Meanwhile, fucking Simon Brian's and Simon, pissed. he's fucking like, Murr. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but he goes. 
he he's, he's got, dealing he's, with it. He has a dream, and then he has a dream, and it's and that same it's, recurring dream. Yeah, we didn't talk about this dream like visually. It's like a video recording. Yeah, yeah. It almost looks like yeah VHS like filmed on a TV, so it's kind of wavy. And it's like we're, and, it, and it always cuts off right when messaging you get to, the year. to you from the year nineteen ninety nine. It's supposed to be a message from the future. Yeah, it's yeah, a warning. This movie was made in eighty. Yeah, eighty seven. They keep saying like, yeah, year one nine nine, and then it always cuts off. Yeah, yeah and, then, uh, and then they we got as far as one nine nine nine. Yeah, and then we find or out one nine one nine nine one nine nine, and then finally, gets and then we finally find out. Yeah, it's nineteen ninety nine. But I think they imply it's supposed to be yeah nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, and but then, then we get a glimpse of the dark figure this time. And, and it's, it's Catherine, Catherine yeah. coming out of the church. It's different. Yeah. It is a little different, yeah. but she's still coming out of the church. Right. And she does the same pose as the dark figure yeah. all along that. Yeah. And then he goes, we see Brian like wake up out of He's this like, dream. Oh. He freaks out. Yeah. He wakes up. And then he goes to the mirror. Well, he looks over to the no, side. He, looks and he, over. he sees a vision of Catherine. And she then looks Catherine's like Freddy Krueger. Yep. She's like, welcome to primetime, bitch. Yep. And then he wakes up again. Yeah. He's like, oh. He's like, oh, it was a yeah. fucking inception. And then he gets up and he goes to the mirror and he looks at the mirror, kind of that cockeyed yeah. like dog smelling a fart. <laughs> and then he reaches his hand out. out. Black. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Credits. We, right as he's about to touch it. Uh, yeah. Credits. All right. This is supposedly that. So that's Prince of Darkness. There's a lot like I'm, I'm sharing with the audience. This is a lot to unpack. You need to watch this movie. Very hard to explain. Like, regardless of my rating of this movie positive negative anybody's rating you need to watch this movie yeah. it's a hard movie to explain but it's a movie that i think people should watch yeah um this is part two in the john carpenter apocalypse trilogy which who who created this he did he said that <laughs> yes okay but uh, they're how is it how it's are unofficial they, how, how are they so, connected so he says, okay, well, it is official if he fucking said it. No, but I'm talking about it's not an official release. It's not marketed as... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. no it's not That's marketed what I'm as saying. number yeah. two. Yeah. Okay, but, but, part, but one is the thing. Right. Two is this movie, and then three is in, in the Mouth of Madness. Right. Okay, how are these movies related? Because they're all apocalyptic events. But isn't They Live also kind of apocalyptic? Uh, no, They Live is not apocalyptic. apocalyptic. I can't even talk. In the sense that... Aliens? It's yeah, they live that setting is the way it is. And you have the wealthy and the aliens working together, keeping the the lower class citizens. Yeah, they're not down. trying to kill them. They're yeah. they're yeah. just trying to live. They're like yeah, cattle. Okay, okay. They're they're treating them yes. like cattle. Yeah, I see that. So that's not apocalyptic. Okay, it's, so the thing know. though is only one thing. Uh the thing was the idea behind the thing was that it was going to spread and kill everything. I guess. But yeah. In the mouth of madness, I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But is that what yes. if you're illiterate? Well, you see you the still, movie. You'll still succumb. You, no, you, no. You'll, they yeah. say it. No, they oh, talk yeah, about you, it. The, you still right, see you the see movie. The movie. Yeah, okay. and, you, and you'll still movie. succumb to it because. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll talk. All right. Okay. So, Prince of Darkness. This movie. I had a friend of mine. Um, he doesn't listen to this podcast, but... Uh, Sounds like a real jerk. It's yeah, <laughs> a fucking asshole. Sounds lame. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't listen to it. <laughs> um, he explained this movie to me once, and he did the best job of explaining this movie to me. Uh-huh. I hadn't seen it. And he goes, this is what the movie is about. Yeah. And he goes through it. And I'm like, this sounds like the fucking greatest film ever fucking made yeah and then i watched it and i was like this is uh, very well how did he explain it he ex- how did he explain it because i i, I, I don't am, remember you don't okay. I, I really wish i should i should because i understand I should have had him it. call me 
No, I understand. Yeah. That. I understand it now. Yeah. And 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 rewatching it actually rewatching it actually helps too. Yeah, it it really helped me appreciate yeah, it yeah. a little bit more. Right. I was watching it and and I was doing other stuff cuz I had seen the movie before. First of all, John Carpenter directing was fine. Um acting was fine. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with that. Music was great. Love John Carpenter's score. This is one of my favorite scores. Hmm. Um his the story was good. It was confusing. And you know me. I'm 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 an idiot. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's just put it out there. Oh, stop. <laughs> um I could probably score pretty well on tests and IQ tests and stuff like that, but when it comes to watching movies, like if it's not spelled out, I'm kind of like dar dar. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. This is one of those movies where I was like, "Huh? What the fuck is going on?" Mm-hmm. Rewatching it helped. It does. Um I'm going to give it a 3. A 3. And that's a good score. I think it need, it's a movie that I need to watch more than twice. Yeah. Uh, more than three times. So your rating may change on another viewing. It might change. It might get higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not going to get lower. I, I enjoy the movie. I enjoy the story. I like um, I like mythology, and I like Christian mythology especially. Um, a really good movie that I think we should review sometime is uh, Prof- The Prophecy. Hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a horror film. I haven't seen that yeah. in a long time, but we should... And There's like three of them. There is, but the first one is the best yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but I like that whole mythology, like I said. Yeah. And this kind of taps into that. And I, I think that it was really good. I like the cast, uh, as I said before. Um, so I give it a three. Okay. I like it. Okay. I think people should watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I also give it a three. Um, I like this movie. Um, to Brett's point, I, I you know this movie I've seen more than once, and I liked it more this time. Mm. So I think agree. I agree with uh, with Brett that with repeat viewings, it becomes better. That said, I, it's hard to recommend a movie that you have to see more than once to really yeah. appreciate because not everyone's going to have that mm-hmm. same patience. Listen, it's not the thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. And it's not Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, to me, this is a middle of the pack, probably more towards the lower half of Carpenter's Ouch. films, in my opinion. Ouch! <laughs> but a, a three is a good score, I, you know, and I enjoy like well, some of the, some of the visual effects are really cool. The makeup is awesome. There's some good gore towards the end. I like the second half of the movie a lot better than the first. Like once stuff starts to happen, mm-hmm. and like the dead people start to come back to life and start killing other people, I think it gets a lot more interesting. Donald Pleasance is always a Always a treat. Victor uh, Wong. Victor Wong. Yeah. Uh, the score. Uh, it, yeah. It's a fun movie all around. I would recommend it. So a three for me. I love this story. And mm-hmm. I, I had seen this movie before, obviously. And when I first watched it, I was younger. I didn't really understand it. Obviously, I thought it was great because of the scares and the kills and that sort of stuff. And it had a spooky vibe to it. But I watched it this week. And I put the subtitles on, which I usually do. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps. Because you're, you know, obviously with subtitles, you're reading the dialogue. And it helped me to understand this story so much better than the previous time I watched it. Um, it's, I think it's religious horror at its finest. I, yeah. I love religious related horror. Um, this movie paced very well. Really cool scenes. Great characters. Some of the acting was hit or miss. Uh, Donald Pleasance. 
Victor Wong were fantastic. Some of the minor characters were okay. Like you could see some of the Kaka. Uh, yeah, I mean you could see some of it's the Kaka. You could see some of the uh, you know uh, uh, what do you call it? The inexperience, I guess. Ooh. From some yeah, of maybe the... he saw Gremlins. He's like, I gotta work the word caca. caca <laughs> maybe you know. Case I mean, there there were small. You know, to add to that point, there were small bits of some dry humor, and that was cool. Um, no real big scares. Uh, I would. It wasn't scary. It, it was, was definitely it, like you it said, had a some religious scenes. A religious. It's a thriller. slow burn. Like yeah. yeah, I didn't even think it was a slow burn, but I thought it was slow. I think it's slow. <laughs> uh, it was a slow. At least the slow. first half. It wasn't slow for me because I was fixed to that story. The opening credits take about fifteen minutes. Yeah, the opening credits are long. I, the only reason why I say it's slow, Alan, and and I know you haven't even gotten to your final review yet, is because it takes a while to even understand what is going on as a viewer like i understand there's stuff that does happen mm -hmm. but it's not until after you're done watching that you look back and go okay that's what was happening right. so it takes a viewing so was it slow for you guys as in like it was boring in real time it took a while to get to a point where i was like okay now i understand what's going on yeah See, I didn't find my. I didn't think it was slow. I don't know if we're we're using the same way to describe. Yeah, I don't it. always equate slow with boring. Yeah, I didn't think I was, it was. Boring. I wasn't bored. I definitely didn't think it was boring. No, it just took a while to get yeah. to the yeah, point. It was establishing. Yeah, 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 you know, it was establishing the characters. Establishing half the, the movie, setting. half the movie was establishing yeah. what was going on. But right. his soundtrack really helped throughout the. I thought it paced well. I, I and I thought the soundtrack really added to a lot of the scenes, even some of the minor scenes. You could tell there was something evil going on. The soundtrack really added to it. Yeah, some of the uh, some of the uh, characters. You had some that you know were kind of skeptical. You had others that were you know something's going on here. Yeah. Um, the interesting point too is that between the scientists and the religious like priests, mm -hmm. like neither one was correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like the priests wasn't correct in what his teachings were and what he believed, and the scientists weren't correct in what they believed. You know, so it was like. There was a different thing. Well, they were, yeah, they were both caught off guard as to what they were dealing with. Yes. That's the thing. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it, yeah. So, so you have the traditional religious belief in the priest, and then you have the science. Yeah. In the professor, and it's almost like why can't both of them be right but right. be wrong at the same time? Yeah. Right. So Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. Mm. So they were both like, oh wow, we're dealing See, with something here, kind of crazy. You don't get that the first time. You have to really talk about yeah, and think right. about this movie to go. No, okay, they point. talk yeah. about Schrodinger's cat. It's both right yeah. and both wrong. Yeah. It's both alive and both dead. Yeah. Yep. But the I, priest and the scientist—they're both right and they're both wrong. Right. And you know, a lot of the dialogue I thought was very well written. If it was a lot of bullshit, I thought they executed it very well. Yeah. So as far as you know, the quantum physics mm -hmm. and uh, you know a lot of the science talk and a lot of the you know. A lot of those scenes I thought were really interesting. Mm -hmm. And it kept me interested throughout. The only thing I wished we could have seen was a little bit more darker scenes. I mean, we got some creepy scenes, but I wish we could have gotten a, you know, I wish the power had gone out or something. Yeah. I wish, you know, I wish we got a little more kind of survival. Maybe some more scares. A little yeah, more survival yeah, yeah. element. Yep. But with all that said, uh, this one is constantly in and out of my top five Carpenter. Okay. Uh, and I give this one a four. Okay. Cool. So that gives us a 10 all divided by three, 3.33333333333. 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3. <laughs> Jeff. Um, so 
that, that's a good rating. It's your. Did you say top ten carpenter? It's constantly five? in and out of my top five. Oh, top five. Yeah. I was gonna say top. 10. There's some days like, where that's a lot of. That's not. <laughs> so I I won't go in order, but my top five consists of Escape from New York, They Live, Big Trouble, uh, Halloween Two. You've already established Halloween Two is your favorite. He didn't Halloween. direct Halloween Two. I thought he did. Oh no, no, he, no, he just yeah the first one. Oh, um, he wrote it. He wrote yeah. uh, the thing is in my top five. Uh, Assault on Precinct Thirteen is constantly also in in and out of my top five, along with Prince of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one I'm forgetting, I'm sure, but it's it. You know, it's it's a unlike what Dave said. Dave said it's on the lower end for his Carpenter movies. It's on the high end for yours. For me, it's kind of in the middle. Sometimes in the top five. I said middle to bottom. It's it's definitely in the middle for me. Um, I liked it. Like I said, I think people should watch it. Uh, but I also think people should watch In the Mouth of Madness because that's another one that's confusing as fuck. Uh, on the on the initial viewing, it was. But again, just like Prince of Darkness. I've only seen it once, by yeah. the way. And that was... I've only seen it once, yesterday. too. <laughs> Actually, I've only seen it twice. I've seen this one a few times. I yeah. find it less confusing. Yeah. Right, yeah. I, yeah. The, yeah. the more I think about it, yeah, and I yeah. did read about it yeah. um, uh, after I watched it, I find it less confusing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. In the Mouth of Madness, though, is I would say it's more confusing than Prince of Darkness, <laughs> except for the fact that I actually understand. Unbelievable. I understand. Fuck you. I <laughs> Unbelievable. Understand, I understand In the Mouth of Madness more. Uh, and I've only seen it once. You understand it more? Yeah. That's okay. That's cool. Uh, I'm surprised. Maybe my eyes were wide open. Maybe after, because I watched them in that order. You need Prince, some caffeine or something. You watch these movies. <laughs> I watched Prince of Darkness and then In the Mouth of Madness, like back to back, which was kind of an interesting double feature. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. As we, as we said, this is part three in the apocalyptic trilogy, which is such a ridiculous name. <laughs> All right. Let me do my best to explain this one. This one's pretty loaded. I admit. It, it is, is pretty loaded. But yeah. if I could synopsize it it's there is an author a stephen king ish type officer oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, author sutter kane sutter kane stephen king hmm. um but apparently this movie uh, we'll talk about it but hp lovecraft uh, is a very big yep. influence on this on this film um so there's this author who's written many a, a horror novel and he's gone missing and it's right before his manuscript on his latest horror novel called In the Mouth of Madness is due. Yep. There's an insurance investigator who's played by Sam Neill. Mm-hmm. Dr. Alan Grant himself. <laughs> <laughs> who's like, you know, I got some time before I have to go to this island. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I have an island off of Costa Rica. <laughs> I'll be right there. I have to investigate mm-hmm. this. Uh, he's an insurance investigator. Uh, he always figures out if people are lying, uh, there's a scene where he figures out a guy lied about setting his warehouse on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like the best insurance investigator. And so this guy is missing and they're going to file an insurance claim potentially. So he gets tasked with investigating yeah. this guy's disappearance. By Charlton Heston. Yeah. <laughs> Damn dirty apes. <laughs> um, but before he can get there, he's at lunch with his boss who's telling him he's going to do this investigation and a guy breaks through the window and holds an axe up to his head and says, have you ever read Sutter Kane? And he's like, huh? Huh? And and the cops finally shoot him. He's like, well, he should. He's very good. Good (laughs) Right before he uh, chops off uh, Sam Neill's head, 
uh, he gets shot by cops. A bunch of cops. That's a cool. I don't know how you guys felt. I thought that was a pretty cool scene. It of, was like, intense. You see the guy coming from across the street. Yeah. yeah. The whole time they're uh, they're talking, it's kind of a wide shot, and he slowly gets closer and closer, right. again and just smashes the window with an axe. Yeah. That's pretty cool. One of them, I feel like one of the more memorable shots. It was, but it was kind of like a what early. the f- yeah, you're like yeah. what is going on? You yeah. just think it's some dude who's insane. Well, we also find out when when uh, uh, Sam Neil, what, what's his name in this movie? Uh, John uh, John Trent. 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 Uh, when Trent goes to visit to uh, the publishing company, which is Charlton Heston's character, um, he, they meet. He also meets the uh, editor. Her name's Linda, and. In talking to them, he finds out that some people go a little crazy reading uh, Sutter yeah. King's yeah. novels. Yeah. Um, they take them too real. Yep. They think they're too realistic. Um, and they start fucking going insane. And yeah. so we're just, as an audience, we're, we're watching this and we're learning that. And we're going, okay, yep. well, this was just an insane motherfucker. And it's revealed that that insane motherfucker with the axe was his agent. Just so happened to be Sutter King's Sutter agent. agent. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay. Well, that's weird too. Yeah, yeah. and meanwhile, uh, Trent's kind of creeping on Linda, like uh, kind of landed on thick. <laughs> kinda. Uh, they just met, and like he's kind oh. of kind of all over. He's kind of a creep. Yeah. Yeah. He smokes a lot of cigarettes in this movie. I think and Samuel, he doesn't care where Samuel he is. had to get lung cancer like while filming this movie. For he sure. doesn't. He doesn't care where he is either. He's yeah. like, uh, you know what? I'm in the bathroom. I'm gonna smoke. I'm well, in the elevator. More, it was I'm more commonplace smoke. then too. That was 1995. Yeah, you could still smoke indoors in restaurants. You could. Yeah, yeah it was kind enough. of on its way out, but, but not yeah, in but, businesses. But he's smoking everywhere. Not in businesses. Yeah. Yeah, some businesses you could. Maybe. You can still know. smoke on planes. Yeah, like no. kill, kill counts in movies. You could not smoke on planes. 1992, you could still smoke on a plane. This not, movie needs not, a cigarette count. Not, uh, not, not a local, like a, a flight in within the United States. Only on international flights. No. You couldn't smoke on, on so domestic flights. So you're flying flights. Southwest. You're like, you know what would be great with these peanuts? A cigarette. You couldn't smoke on domestic flights. 1992. That's not true. We took, we took a trip to Orlando Every armrest had an ashtray. And I remember the ashtrays were still there. But as soon as we took off, a bunch of people lit up. I don't remember that. Uh, I do. I believe you. But I, I just remember the ashtray being I where I put you. my gum. I don't believe you. I'm calling shenanigans on this. <laughs> you know I what, listeners? There. Yeah, you... But just be... Okay, eyewitness testimony is the least reliable testimony ever. <laughs> so just because you remember it doesn't mean it was true. Well, this was 95. So I don't know. <laughs> Bottom Stop line. Stop playing peacekeeper. I'm arguing with this. Sam Neill smokes a lot. <laughs> Bottom line. Lots of cigarettes. You can still smoke a lot of places in 1995. That's all That's I'm true. saying. No, I agree. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And he but does. he does smoke a lot. He does. Yes. There's nothing against people that smoke, by the way. <laughs> of course not. Alan knows. He rides up here <laughs> with me. <laughs> hey, I used to smoke too. Um, not not me. Oh, shut up, perfect boy. <laughs> I want to ask you. <laughs> Uh, so they, so Charlton has some, uh, he, he tells, wants, he wants him to investigate. He wants him to investigate. Well, yeah. Sam Neill goes and buys a bunch of copies of these books, the yeah. Sutter King books. And he's at home and he's looking at the books and he has some weird dreams. And then he wakes up and he looks at the covers of all the books. He's like, where could he be? Yeah. And the covers of the books have different lines and stuff, lines right? through them. Right. And he realizes that if he takes off all the co- covers and puts them together in such a way, it shows the state of New Hampshire. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah. He kind of pieces it together like it's a map. And it directs him to like the center of New Hampshire. And he's like, goes back to um, Charlton Heston. And he's like, here's where it is. I was like, when he did that, I was like, yeah, right. Come on, man. Come <laughs> it's on. a map. 
And so he's like, "Uh, it's as easy as that. He gets the staff of Ra and he puts it in the ground and the sun shines on it and shows him the exact position. Yep. And there's the Ark of the the Covenant. So I'll take my check and I got to go to Costa Rica. Yep. He's like, well, before you go, (laughs) I want you and Linda to hop in a car and drive to this place. Yeah. Because Trent believes Hobbs End is out there. We didn't talk about Hob, what Hobbs, Hobbs End, End was. Hobbs End is like the fictional, uh, it's, fictional it's like the town. Castle Rock. Yeah. Dairy Main. Yeah. <laughs> but he's convinced yeah. with that map that he made, he's like, this is Hobbs End. Right? Yeah. yeah. So so he says, this is where he's at. But he's also convinced that it's bullshit and that it's not a real place. That yeah. it's kind of. A, he still thinks this is a wild goose chase. This is a publicity stunt. To sell more books. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so he's, he's kind of playing along. And he's not wrong. Yeah, because yeah. they're paying him, aren't they? Aren't they? They're paying him. Yeah, to- yeah. He's like, I'm gonna, I'll go through the motions, but like, yeah, I think this is all BS. And <clears throat> they're, he's not wrong. This was a publicity stunt. Yeah, as yeah. we soon realize. So they're driving. Him and Linda are driving through New Hampshire, and Linda's at the wheel, and some weird. She starts seeing some weird shit. Yeah, and yeah. they pass this kid on a bike, and then they pass him again, and he's older, mm-hmm. and then. She, we don't pass him again. She hits him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then he's like on the ground and he's like, he won't let me out. That was a creepy scene. It was creepy. And starting on the road with the bicycle kid just going by. Yeah. And yeah. And then he kind of dusts guy. himself off. And, and then Sam Neill goes yeah. to get a blanket. And then all of a sudden the bicycle kid's up and he rides away. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's an old, it's an old man. They, yeah. They think it's point. an old man. Now. But it's that kid as an old man. Yeah. yeah. As an old man. Yeah. And he's like, where'd he go? He's fine. And she's like, I guess. And they get back in the car. And they keep driving. Yeah. Sam Neill's asleep. She starts seeing some weird visions. She crosses through this bridge. The lines disappear on and, the road. And when she wake, and when the, she crosses through this bridge, and all these lights are flashing, boom! She comes out the other side, and it's daylight. Yeah. Hobbs End. And it says, Hop, "Welcome to Hobbs End." Yeah. And Sam Neill wakes up, and he's like, "Oh, I guess I slept through the night." And she's like, yeah. "What?" And he thinks it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. So they're exploring the town, and and she's like, "Oh my god!" Like she points out things from the book because she knows the books. But there's no really no people anywhere. Like there's everything no looks nice, very picturesque kind yeah. of town. And Sam Neill, meanwhile, this whole time thinks this is all set up. Yeah. yeah. This is a this is a town they just put together. Yeah. Yeah. Based on the book, to again drive publicity for the selling of this new book and yada, yada, yada. They go check into the hotel. It's a hotel from one of the books. Mm-hmm. There's a woman there who is supposed to be a mass murderer yes. or supposed to kill her husband. It's Happy right. Gilmore's it's, grandma. It's, it's grandma Gilmore. from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. She was not wearing a kiss mask, though. Yeah, yeah she no. wasn't. No. But uh, this and, was probably right after Happy Gilmore, too. And they checked it right, right before, yeah. yeah. And they check into the hotel, and Sam Neill's like, look, if this was Hobbs End... Boom, and he whips open the curtains and he's like, like We'd that. have a view of a church. Yeah. And there's a barn. And she goes, You haven't read the books. The church is on this side. And she No, she's like, You haven't read it closely enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she she whips open the curtains and there there's the church. Yeah. And he's like, Well, okay. Well Touché. shit. <laughs> they go down to the church and then It's a very strange looking church, like it doesn't belong. Yeah, it's got this weird mosaic of Jesus and it's this black church with like golden tops. And they're looking around into it, and then all of a sudden, like this group of like villagers, town, like townsfolk, yeah, yeah, come all armed with shotguns, and you're like, are they there to kill Sam Neil and Linda, Trent and Linda? But they weren't. They were coming after the church. Yeah. Yep. 
And the main guy yeah, the is George... Vigo the Carpathian. <laughs> yeah, the church doors. Is that him? Yeah. The, same the church actor? doors uh, yeah. fly open. Yeah, and yeah Vigo the Carpathian I thought is the, same the thing. fucking. Yeah, it's Was him. it actually that guy? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I recognize him right away. Yeah, it's Sutter Kane. Sutter. Well, he's not Vigo. Vigo is the town's. Man. Oh, okay. I was like, Sutter Kane's the okay. No. That makes more sense. The main Oh yes, yes, yes. I yeah. know the guy you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I and love his line in Ghostbusters too. Ooh. A thousand years ago in a castle of pain, I sat on a throne of blood. <laughs> love that scene. I'm sorry, go on. Well, he's now a townsfolk at yeah. Hobbs End. <laughs> he's falling on hard times. <laughs> and he's missing his son. Yeah. And he's like, Kane, open up. So yeah. they're all pissed <laughs> off at Sutter Kane. Sutter Kane's in the church. Yeah. And then we get a we get a shot of him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there he is. Yeah. And he's alive. Trent's like, what the? They're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. He thinks it's a performance. Yeah. yeah. And some Dobermans come out. Yeah, and they kind of maul the town folk, right? Yeah. yeah some of they them. do. Yeah. They some of them. them. Yeah. So then Kane's like, I. He's like, I'm done with this shit. He's like, I want out of here. But Linda. Yeah, it, uh, Sam Neill's his strange Irish slash New Zealand accent kind of comes out. He's like, "Fuck, to, fuck this!" I said to my wife, "I go, is he from? Is he from Australia?" And she looked it up. She goes, "He's Irish, but he was raised in New yeah, Zealand." Yeah, kind like, of a weird voice. Okay, yeah, yeah, makes sense. His accent's a little funky. So he's like, "Fuck this!" I'm. They're back in the room, right? Yeah, they're yeah. back in the hotel room, and yeah. he's like, "We're leaving. We're going back to New York." And she's like, fuck you. And she steals the car. Yeah. And yeah. she goes. And she does tell him right before that, that, it, that yeah, you're right. This was a publicity yeah. show, but this isn't what it was. Right. She this tries to explain it, was, it to him. And she wants to go get the manuscript. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what they need to get. Yep. So they go. She goes back to the church and Kane shows her the manuscript. He like takes her head and shows her, makes her read the manuscript. Yeah. And she like goes insane. Yeah. Meanwhile, shit from the manuscript is actually happening. Right. Yeah. And Graham, Happy Gilmore's grandma <laughs> has her husband naked and chained to her leg. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. He's, like, he, he's, just, he's like, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. You know? And he's about ready to investigate it, but then Linda yeah. comes... And, she, and that's when she drives away, isn't it? Well, she yeah, goes to, probably. Yeah, she, she goes to Kane, right? Yeah, she goes to Kane, and she yeah. does whatever. But anyway, uh, Happy Gilmore's grandma is downstairs with her husband, like killing him. But she turns in. This is where the H.P. Lovecraft. It's kind of like the Cthulhu. Yeah, kind of tentacly. Yeah, yeah. Tentacles yeah. and stuff like that. She's down in the basement, and Trent goes down there, and he sees this, and he's like, "Fuck this shit." So yeah. he hightails it out of there. He ends he, up at the bar. He ends up at the bar with Vigo. The Carpathian. Yeah. And Vigo's like, I told you you should have left. He's like, yeah. we're all fucked. Yeah. And during that time is when I think uh, uh, Linda, is that her name? Yeah. Is talking to Kane. And Kane even says like, hey, I was, all this stuff is kind of coming coming to life. He said, all these years I thought I was making this up, but they were telling me what to write, giving me the power to make it all real. Yeah. And now it is real. And he's and, referring to some creatures. And he's yep. got like a weird uh, quado from Total Recall yeah. kind of thing growing out of the back of his head. Yeah. 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 And Styles is like under a trance. Start the reactor. Yeah. Linda is like under a trance. And she, like I said, she reads the manuscript. Yeah. Vigo, the Carpathian, shoots his brains out in the bar. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, that's what I was written to do. 
Sam Neill's like, fuck this yeah, shit. Yeah, before he says that, he's still convinced. He says, like, special yeah, Sam effects. Sam still thinks it's fake. Hidden speakers. Yeah. Like, this is not reality. Yeah, that's that when he shoots weird. himself. Yeah, yeah he, shoot, he sees him shoot himself, and he's like, all right, fuck this. And he and the he, guy, before he shoots himself, he's like, I have to. He wrote me this way. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Linda and him, they had a conversation previously, and Linda, like, tried to, uh, like, whatever, seduce yeah. him or whatever. And there's a mob outside. There's a mob outside, and he knocks out Linda. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> gives yeah. Her the oh, she tries to swallow the right key. cross. Yeah, she swallows the keys. No, before that, he gives her the right cross and he puts her on his shoulder, puts her in the car. Yeah. He but he does it again. He punches right. her again. Then she wakes up, right? He goes to start the car. He doesn't have the keys. He breaks the steering column. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he pops it with a screwdriver, starts it up because she swallowed the keys like a. You know, yeah. how, how do you swallow a set of keys? <laughs> she tries to, She's but. She's a monster. But she doesn't, right? Uh, no, I think she does. Well, yeah, she does. Well, he ends up driving. But he has oh, the, he's screwdriver. Got the screwdriver. He's a screwdriver. Okay. Yeah. So, and then she kind of spider walks like... Uh, oh, that is the best oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that so is the best that scene. That scene was awesome. So, Her head's like upside down. That seems the creepiest yeah, yeah. fucking scene. So in the car, she's messing with him. And she's like, Kane wants me to kiss you. And he's like, ah. Oh, and like... She's trying to blow him. Yeah. And then the, then the old man on the bike shows up again. And he stops the car. And he gets out. She gets out. Yeah, they well, they're both out of the car, and then yeah, that scene. And, and she then goes she, full Regan uh, Exorcist. She style. spider walks. Like spider walks. But her she, head's like upside down. Yeah, yeah. She spider walks like a handspring. Think of a back handspring. But her right. face, and is, then she flips over, yeah. and her face stays the same, right. upside yeah. down. But her body is back full, and she's like crawling towards. And he's him. like, "Fuck this!" It was pretty and he cool. drives away. Yeah, but he appears back in front of the mob again. Yep. He keeps going in a loop. It reminded yeah. me of um, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four. I don't know if you remember, there's a scene where they're driving away and it keeps looping. I think yeah. I remember that. Is, yeah. it be, is it before the boyfriend it's like dies? the diner? Yeah. yeah. Right before the boyfriend? Like, I, I think so. When she finds out she's pregnant and no, she that's, tells him? No, that's the fifth one. Hmm. The fourth one. Fourth oh. one's the dream master. Yeah, the fourth one's a dream master. I had a fucking fifth anyway, one's a dream yeah, child. It just reminded me of that, like this yeah. bizarre loop. Yeah, because yeah, the mob's back. So he backs up the car, drives away again, and then it repeats. I think like three or four times. It's like three times, yeah. And uh, then finally, on the fourth time, he's like, "Fuck this." He goes through the mob, and then there's <laughs> there's Linda, yep. and she miss he misses her, and he crashes, and then he wakes up in a confessional. Yep, and he's talking to <laughs> he's talking to Kane, right? Yeah. Kane. He tells him your books suck. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and he's like, well, whatever. He's like, he's like, there's got to be an explanation. And so Kane, okay. Ultimately, what happens is, is Kane says, "Here's the manuscript. Yeah. You got to deliver this back to New York." Yeah. And yeah. real quick, he says something that was kind of, uh, it's really important. He says, "This town wasn't here before I wrote it, and neither were you." Yeah. Kind of insinuating like you're also not real. Yes. And he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And he's like, "I'm real. I know why I'm here." And then he's like, here's the manuscript. You got to take it back. Yeah. And Kane's like, take it. Linda's there now. And he's like, come on, Linda, let's go. And Linda's like, I can't go. I've read the full thing. Yeah. I can't go. Now, do you guys know why he wanted him to bring the manuscript back? Yes. But we'll talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In a second. And Kane basically dares him to read it. He's like, I want you to know what's in store for you. By the way, did we ever talk about the beginning of this movie? Like Sam Neill's in an insane asylum. No, <laughs> no, yeah. We never, told, we never said that. It kind of gives you a little. Oh, we bit can of the loop ending. back to that because yeah, it, we can loop back to that. Oh God, yeah, whatever. This is all a flashback. This is Sam Neil telling the story to yeah, a fucking person. Neil's in the, yeah, Sam Neil's in the uh, yeah, asylum yeah, yeah. at the beginning. Good, good kicks, luck editing this. Kicks the guy in the balls. And <laughs> uh, nah, I'm not going to bother. Um. So anyway, yeah. So uh. 
So Sam Neill uh, makes Sutter Kane. Yeah. Sutter Kane's saying, you got to leave. I don't know if I can hold them off any longer. And there's this long pathway. And he's like, come on, Linda. Linda says, I can't go. Need uh, I've read the manuscript. And then Kane like rips his face open. And it's like um, tearing a, like a, a book. Like paper. Paper. Yeah. Really and, dated special effect, by the way. Like that. Yeah, but it, it looks it was cool. cool. It was very 90s. By the way, it was uh, Greg Nicotero. It was K&B. Yeah. Yeah, uh, from uh, did Walking the, Dead guys. Uh, yeah, they did all the effects. It was before like KMB became like a effects place, but yeah. they were all three working together. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, he tears his face open, and Sam Neill kind of looks through it, and then he's like, "Fuck this!" He runs down the hallway. He's got the manuscript because Linda gives it to him. Yeah, and then he gets in the car and drives, and then he ultimately finds himself. Out uh, does he even get in the car? I don't know. He finds himself in the middle of nowhere yeah. on the road, and this kid on a bike comes, but it's a different kid. It's not the right. same kid that and we've seen. And it's Hayden Christensen. Is it? Yeah, it's Darth Vader himself. Oh, as a like as in his first film role. Oh. That was like his best acting. <laughs> <laughs> you underestimate my power. <laughs> um, but anyway, he's like, "Hey, kid, uh, have you ever heard of Hobbs End?" The kid's like, "No." no. Darth Vader's like, "No, I ain't very <laughs> shit." No. Yeah. I need to go get me some Amadala. Yeah. Um, Kiss me like you did on the boo. <laughs> Kiss you where? On the boo? Yes, ma'am. Kiss me on my Naboo. <laughs> so he tries to ditch the book. How come the people from fucking Naboo, like the water people, they're like ugly, like me suck on all Oh, yeah, yeah. The and then you got like. Gungans or whatever. And then you got Natalie Portman, who's like one of the most beautiful wow. women ever. <laughs> it's like. What the fuck? It's like a mix of species and <laughs> aliens and stuff. She's a Nabooian, mm-hmm. and so are they. I hate the sand. It's coarse. It gets everywhere. <laughs> in my oh. butt crack. It gets in my butt crack. And I it, lay out in when the I walk, it rubs against <laughs> my cheeks, and it chafes me. Oh, my lips are really chapped. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best movies ever is Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. That's a fun movie. Don't you love that movie, Alan? I only saw it when it came out. I don't, oh, you I need to watch it, it again. It's pretty damn funny. That movie is like a movie I could watch probably once a month and be, be okay <laughs> oh, with Jesus. it. Jesus. Oh, it's so funny. It's pretty funny. It's all right. Get out of here. <laughs> I want that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like one of my favorite lines. <laughs> I quote it all the time with Christina. <laughs> Christina and I will be watching something and both of us will do it to each other and she'll yeah, be like, I want that. I want that. <laughs> Oh, oh God! Uh, so uh, Trent hitchhikes <laughs> to the hotel. He gets he a hitchhikes deli- to the hotel. Yeah. He gets a delivery from this guy who looks like Lu- oh, no, uh, Luke first, Wilson. First, first he burns the <laughs> he burns the manuscript. No, right? he burns it in he the hotel it. room. Yeah, he, the, but he tears it up first. He gets rid of it. He and gets then, rid of it, and then it comes back. Well, he get the delivery gets yeah is the manuscript, and he, yeah. Yeah, he burns it. Yeah. Well, the original copy he tears up or whatever, and yeah. then he gets another one delivered to him. Then he burns that one. Yeah. And then he gets on a bus, and then Kane kind of comes to him in a dream. He's, he's like, like, did I ever God. tell you what my favorite color is? It's yeah. blue. He well, he, sa- he blue. tells him, he's like, I'm God. You don't believe me? Did I ever tell you my favorite color? Blue. And, and he Samuel like, snaps wakes his fingers. Up, and everything's blue. Everything's blue. He screams, and then he wakes up again. da bo dee bo bo da or whatever that. Yeah. I'm blue. That's right. Everything is blue, Alan. Yeah. Blue man group? No. Smurfs? No, that was... I'm blue. I can't remember. Oh god, that song Eiffel. was that song was awful. Eiffel, the word Eiffel something with a number. <laughs> My brother-in-law when he Six, was a kid. Sixty-six. No. 
Well, when, when my brother-in-law was little, that song was out, and he would go, I'm blue. If I were green, I would die. I'm green, I would die. <laughs> yeah, he's probably right. Uh, uh, at least I think that's the story. That's what I remember the story being. Um, okay. Now he's back in New York, and he's talking to Charlton Heston. And he tells Charlton Heston the story. And Charlton Heston's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He's like, what do you mean? He goes, first of all, I don't know anybody named Linda. There's no one that I never sent you to anywhere with anybody. I sent you by yourself. And you delivered me the manuscript three months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And the movie's coming. And now there's a movie coming. The book's been out seven weeks. Yeah. It's number one. And Trent figures out, he's like, she must have been written out of the book. Yeah. And then Charlton Heston's like, whatever. So, the book's out. Yeah, it's been out for seven weeks. People are fucking crazy over this book. Like, crazy. Like, not just like they really want the book. Like, they are going fucking nuts. Sam Neill slowly goes nuts. He grabs an axe. Kid comes out of a bookstore. He goes, have you read or do you like the book? And the kid's like, yeah. He goes, then I guess you won't be surprised by this. And he like... axes him. (laughs) Axes his head. And now, he's at the mental hospital. Yeah. That's where the movie opens up. As I said, we missed that yeah. part Sorry. at the beginning. Sorry. Um, <laughs> he's telling this story to a doctor or an investigator. and um, Yeah, Dr. Wren, who was Mr. Clamp in uh, Gremlins 2, the new oh, batch. Oh, yeah. And so he's like, this is what happened. End of story. Yeah. And the guy's like, you're fucking nuts. And he leaves. And then some shit happens. Like the, later that night or something. Later that night in the shadows, some shit happens. And there's a pounding on uh, Trent's padded cell door. Yeah. And then he opens it up. And the whole hospital is fucking decimated. Yeah. Like, creatures have been there because there's like claw marks and blood and yeah. shit. Yep. And he just leaves. And he goes to the movie theater. And on the marquee, it says... John Trent. Yeah, In the Mouth of Madness. In the Mouth yeah. of Madness. With John Trent. And then there's a poster, and it says directed by John Carpenter, which I thought yeah, was, that was cool. <laughs> and he goes in the movie theater, and he's eating popcorn, and he's watching the movie. He's laughing his ass off. And it's off. clips of his life. Yep. Yeah. The movie that we just watched, and he's laughing, he's and hysterical. then he starts fucking crying, and then that's the end that's of the, the end movie. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. So basically, if I could just sum up what I think happened was... Is there's these creatures, like like uh, David said earlier, the creatures were like, he thought he was writing the creatures into existence, but the more, I guess the more people believed, the more the creatures got the power, Yeah, and the creatures started controlling him, and the creatures became into existence. These, like like I said, Cthulhu, H.P. Lovecraft yeah. type, type creatures, and then um, In the Mouth of Madness was the book that would set the world on fire yeah like almost literally mm-hmm. like like yeah they would Sutter be released, was like the conduit they would be released into the entire he, thing and it was very it was very stephen king-ish yeah like yeah. i thought this was like if you said to, and stephen king had nothing to do with this but if you said to stephen king write a twilight zone episode this is like something he would yeah. write. That's yeah. what I felt watching yeah. it. Yeah. He referenced the creatures as his new publishers, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Too. So it was a good movie. Um, yeah. I didn't hate the movie. Uh, I thought the music was great. Yeah, music is cool. Um, I thought it was a little bit confusing. Like 
not not as much as and I Alan Prince of Darkness we had a little like kind of like I can't you didn't believe that I thought it was confusing they're still not talking I didn't think <laughs> I didn't think in the mouth of madness was as like confusing because I think they did a good job explaining a lot of it at the end like it explained more of it um there was more dialogue actually there was a lot of dialogue in this film oh yeah unlike a lot of John Carpenter films when it's mm-hmm. like nine pages of dialogue and then the rest is just, <laughs> just stuff happening yeah. um this was a dialogue heavy film and i liked it i'm gonna give it it's not my favorite but i think i'll give it three what did you give uh in the mouth or um prince of darkness i think i gave that a three also it's weird that you say that because i thought prince of darkness was more dialogue heavy this was more visually heavy really i thought this movie was all dialogue no this movie was way more visually heavy no see i thought this movie was heavier on both i thought there was more visuals more talking no i no yeah i didn't i didn't hate the movie but i think this is also the turning point in john carpenter where the movies after this are not as good as the movies before this I yeah, agree. I, I would agree. Yeah, I would say the same thing. What do you think, Alan? Yeah. Um, great story, great lead. Um, there weren't a whole lot of characters, but that was okay. It didn't need them because mm-hmm. uh, Sam Neill, I think, was the highlight of this. And I think uh, it centered he around He does a him. good job of someone slowly going crazy. Right? He did a great job as someone who was skeptical. And as the story progressed and as you started to understand or really... It was hard to understand the first viewing, but the second viewing, you know, I picked up on a lot of stuff. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but he played a great character, a great character that was skeptical and was, was yeah, going mad. Um, this is something that uh, it didn't have a whole lot of scares. There were some creepy moments. But the, the spider walk was awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was, that was that really was cool. cool. Um, but I just thought it was really creative, and I thought it was... I think it's one of John Carpenter's most underrated films. It's one that people don't often talk about. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah, and I and I also think it's one of his most visually pleasing films as well. It's not one of his best films. Uh, well, but I think if you're going to... It's middle it of the road. It is underrated. It's underrated. It yes. really is. Yeah, um, I would agree. Because I don't think a lot of people even know about this movie. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. but uh, I give it a four. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think it's great. And, you know, it's one of those movies that you you pick up more things with additional viewings. Um, I thought it more, I thought it relied way more on visuals than it did on dialogue because the only dialogue you really get is his skepticism. And then you have Sutter Kane like saying, you know, I'm God and I'm, you know. There's a lot of talk between Linda and Kane and uh, Trent. But do you remember what the dialogue was? No. I don't. You don't? Okay, well, I can tell you. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of conflict yeah, between it's a lot, it's of, a repi- lot of it's a lot of repetition. It's like a lot of this it's a lot is of shit. No, it's not. Yes, it's it a, is. They're right. It's a lot of fiction. The theme here is fiction versus reality. What's real and what's not. But I think the reason because it gets reiterated so many so much, yeah. I think that's why it's easier to understand yeah. than Prince of Darkness was on my first viewing. Uh. Because okay. we're, I'm, I'm beaten to the head in the head yeah. with the plot of in the mouth of madness. Yeah, so much that I understand it. Yeah, yeah. Prince of Darkness, it's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> There's evil, and they're and they don't know what it is, and they're trying to contain it. Okay, 
I understand that. <laughs> I don't think you do. Oh, I'm gonna fucking. You guys are adorable. <laughs> I'm smack them. Adorable. I'm smack them. I'm waiting. I'm so waiting. I'll keep the peace, and uh, <laughs> I actually went right in the middle. You're you guys. always the peacekeeper. I, I am not. He never has an opinion. I don't. That's the, that's the trick of it all. Um, I went three and a half, yeah. so I'm right in the middle of you guys. Um, I thought visually, I think this is one of Carpenter's more... The creatures visually. were awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, visually, I think this is one of his better movies. Even like some of the shots that he uses, a lot of overhead shots. Uh, I think the Asylum looks really cool. Who was the director of photography? Because I think that probably has a lot to do with it, too. Probably, And I know like, Sam Neill has directed in the past as well. And I think he also gave Carpenter some, uh, some of his opinions. And I think that's where some of that high-angle... Hitchcockian kind of stuff also camera movement yeah because if you look at John Carpenter's earlier stuff it's very static yeah yeah I thought this one some of the camera work was creative Uh, to Alan's point the creatures were cool Um, I love that opening uh, well one the opening asylum stuff but then also the axe scene with a guy walking slowly across the street I thought was really Mm -hmm. cool Mm -hmm. the ending I really liked as well with the movie theater some of it, I mean, you got to suspend your disbelief. Well, All quite of a it. bit, quite a bit, but it's like yeah. when he walks into a movie theater. Who's who's who, who sold them the popcorn? Who sold the popcorn? <laughs> who's running the projection booth upstairs? Like some of that yeah. was like, oh okay, but like the you're gonna you're cool. gonna accept the fact that these fucking there's, HP Lovecraft characters also, are flying yeah, around, demons coming people. to life from you know books. I, that I were love written. the dark vibe it had to it. It had yeah. you know it had a little bit a little bit of Clive Barker to it. Agreed, and of course the Stephen King HP Lovecraft influence. Um, as we've said in the past, like yeah. none of us are huge Lovecraft fans. Mm-hmm. I haven't read a lot. I've done a little bit of research since we last talked about it. But Stephen King, I do know a little. I love bit. his inspired works, and I think that Stephen King, like like I said, this is a very Stephen King story. Agreed. Don't you yeah. think this could have been like I at one point I thought Did this could have been King write this. Yeah, <laughs> totally could have been. It could have been. Yeah. Yeah. And my uh, my gripes to the movie, you guys have both kind of touched up on my big ones. I think it has a little bit of a pacing issue, particularly in the first half of the movie. Um, and I think it's a little repetitive with the, oh, this is this is what's happening. No, this isn't what's happening. This is, yes, it is. Like a little bit of back and forth. Yeah. Well, he didn't want to believe it. He, he yeah. Was, I just, he was standing his ground. Well, and that's what happens in the movie theater at the end. That's what he sees. He sees yeah. all that. This is reality. This isn't reality. This is reality. Yeah. yeah. So it's a little symbolism at the end. Oh, but definitely. overall, I agree, Alan. I think this is one of... Uh, uh, Carpenter's uh, most underrated. underrated, if not his most underrated film. Yeah. I think a lot of people haven't heard of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. It's right there for me with Prince of Darkness, just in and out of the top five for me. Yeah, it's like in both. Right um, I would just, I rate this movie just a little bit higher. I think In the Mouth of Madness is a, is a more enjoyable film. At mm-hmm. least I think it would also have a broader appeal. Like if I was going to show people one or one or the other, I'd go with In the Mouth yeah. of Madness. And I mean, you know, they're what? They're eight years apart too. That's yeah. another factor. Yeah, yeah so that's true. They're, yeah. Prince of Darkness for 87, that was pretty awesome. True. Because by 87, mm-hmm. you had a lot of horror movies getting less serious. Yeah. Yeah. No, you make a good point there. And and if Prince of Darkness was made in the 90s or even today, it would be a different movie, I think, than maybe what he what he was able to do with what he was given in 87. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, but in the mouth of madness, yeah. That, I mean, I think we all we all pretty much agree. I mean, it's three and a half yeah, it's three is and what half. it averages yep. out to yeah. be. And I think that's a good rating for this one. Yeah. Um, and to, to your point, Prince of Darkness rates, what, 3.333. Yeah, so, so pretty just close. just slightly lower yeah. uh, on the scale. And I would say that In the Mouth of Madness, I liked a little bit better. However, I will say this. I'll probably watch Prince of Darkness again only because... 
I think I have to. Do okay. as Alan's yeah, gonna hit do me. It. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta um, we gotta pan. L- listen, up. Brett, turn on the subtitles. Yeah, and it's 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 right there. Like, yeah, because it's not just the major characters. You got to pay attention to what some of these minor characters are saying yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. That's a that's a lot to digest. I yeah. I feel sorry for our audience. These are two sometimes. movies that are kind of hard to explain. You really got to see. Why them did for we yourself. pick them? I don't know. I well, think I, was, picked I was the asshole that picked them. <laughs> why did I? Why do you I'm guys? I'm glad like you me? did. I love these well, movies. I, think we, I own we, them. And we kind of kicked around doing what are a couple of lesser, uh, or at least not highly as not not as highly regarded Carpenter mm-hmm. films that we could talk about. People don't talk about them enough. Next I think time, they should. Next yeah. time, I'm going to pick movies that are easy to explain. Yeah. Like. That's oh, a cakewalk for me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Jaws. Jaws. There's what a I'm shark. Bo- shark. <laughs> Man there goes into go. water. Sharks in water. Our <laughs> shark. Farewell and adieu to your fierce uh, If you have any opinions on John Carpenter movies, please don't share them with us. <laughs> yeah. But if you Silence want to, golden. if you want to, you can contact us at... So many ways. So uh, many ways. You can find us on Twitter. We are the Swearwolves. Uh, we're the Swearwolves on Facebook. We are on Instagram, where we are the Swearwolves podcast. You can go to our website and drop a comment there, uh, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. We would encourage you, uh, we're also on YouTube. We are the Swearwolves there if you want to search for us. Um, you know, please, if you, if you enjoy the show, um, please interact with us online. We're actually pretty interactive on all of them. So we're not just one of those shows where we post stuff and every post we make is all about us. Come listen to our <laughs> shit. Uh, we really do like talking about stuff and having dialogue with you guys. Uh, so please don't be shy and, uh, please reach out. Yeah. Yeah. So for the swear wolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And... I'm still confused. not a dream not a dream we are using your brain's electrical system as a receiver we are unable to transmit what the fuck am i gonna say <laughs> you're receiving this broadcast as a dream yeah. we're transmitting your okay maybe just no, be part just, of it just say, yeah. just say we're interrupting something to bring you the, the next word i know but can, can you add like a an effect on my voice yeah, i can try all right and we'll talk about this as soon as i get done taking a piss <laughs> Boom. Ad break. <laughs> <laughs>